Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Here I... Let's not go overboard. Well, here I am again with a chance for each of our couples to win up to $10,000. And if any of them say the secret word, they'll win an extra 100 bucks. Right, so, um... You know that your head is shaped like a duffel bag? That's <laughs> <laughs> very nice shape, you know. I mean. Oh, I... Roger, we you have... can say something nasty about me if you want to. The saying isn't difficult. <laughs> no, I... No, it's all right. We're no, going I... to cut your salary anyhow. <laughs> Roger, I'd like you to meet uh, Mamie Massara and Albert Hibbs. So, folks, you can please and meet... <laughs> Groucho Marx. <laughs> Welcome to You Bet Your Knife. Say the secret word and you divide an extra $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mm. Mamie, uh, Misa Machina, and Albert Hibbs. And... Masera is the name. What? Masera. Masera? Yes. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I don't see very well. My ears are need fixing. Where are you from, Mame? I'm from Monterey, California, except for the three weeks of my early life. I was born in Sacramento. No. Well, tell us something about Monterey. It's a pretty wild country up there, isn't it? Well, uh, my dad's a commercial fisherman there, mm. and uh, it's a small town between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Your father is a commercial fisherman? Yes, he is. Does he sail into the sunset to be gone for weeks at a time? No, he's just gone about four hours away, uh, away at, from home, about a mile out. You mean he just goes about a mile offshore? That's right. What does he catch, girls in bikinis? <laughs> No, he catches fish, rock bat, uh, rock fish, uh-huh. and other things that get on his line, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> you mean my girls in bikinis? <laughs> you, you, in other words, you say he catches anything that swims by. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. He's like Jaja Gabor. <laughs> now, your name is Albert Hobbs, huh? Hibbs. Hibbs? Hobbs? What's the difference? It's not much difference. Not much difference. It's one letter. Yeah. Now, where are you from? Albert, is that what you call yourself? Al. 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 I'm from Ohio. You don't mind if I call you Albert, huh? No, I don't mind. You can call me Albert if you wish. You can call me Al if you wish, too. Well, I'll alternate. I'll call you Al one time and Albert the next time. All right. And then in between, I'll call you Mr. Whip. Hibbs, huh? Whips, Hibbs, Hobbs. Hibbs, yeah. How about Al Wobbs and Albert Hobbs and so on? Yeah, I'd like that, okay. too, huh? Okay. I'm from Ohio, anyhow. You're... Akron, Cincinnati, Chillicothe. Chili Cotty, isn't that half lima beans and half corn? <laughs> uh, no, it's halfway between Columbus and the Ohio River. Now, why did you come to California? Just to I get came, away from uh, Akron and that rubber smell? No, I came here to go to school, Gotcho. I came uh, to go out to college here in California. You go to school? Yes, to Caltech. I went there to study physics and uh, from there to back to Chicago to study math and then finally returned to Caltech to get a doctor's degree in physics. What did you do when you got out of school? Well, when I finished with the math study in Chicago, I figured out a system for beating roulette wheels. But this you went to three colleges? Yeah, where, where, yeah. where did you go to? Where did you go with this? Uh, well, a friend, a friend of mine and I, I went to Reno and uh, tried the system out there. Uh-huh. Now, how did it work? It worked pretty well. We found uh, several wheels that had some imperfections in them. We were able to take advantage of these imperfections. And well, isn't that dishonest? 
No, the wheels are perfectly straight. They just uh, had some imperfections. Well, how did you know they had imperfections? We studied for months. We kept track of which numbers came up on the wheels. And after several months of this, we cleared about $12,000. We used this to buy a yacht and sail for about a year and a half around. This for me, let's follow here. Now, do you think you could beat any wheel in the country with your system? No, it... Uh... It would have a good chance with our wheel tonight. It has certain imperfections. Of course, I'd have well, to study it for a while. Well, it's got any... It's just crooked, that's all. <laughs> well, that gives me some possibilities. Yeah, yes, it does. How is it crooked? Well, uh, after we play the game, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> How long have you been married, Mamie? You're a very attractive girl, you know oh, that? thank you. I've been married eight and a half years. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't look it. What, what does he do, your husband? He's a hob carrier. A hod carrier? Mm-hmm. Now, what kind is that? I don't understand. Well, he what carries... does he do? Carries around hots? No, uh, he carries a mixture of mortar to the brick masons in order to stick their bricks together. Oh, well, isn't he mortified when he does this? <laughs> I guess he might be. I know he's tired. <laughs> How do you meet your husband? Well, I can't um... say husband. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> Well, I jumped you, into you his car. You felt like a, 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 like a ton of brakes all day, huh? No, I jumped in his car by mistake. That's your story. <laughs> that is my story. That's what happened. You jumped in his car. Now, how can you do that? Do you believe that this is possible? That a woman can jump into a strange car by mistake? Certainly. Well, you got a great chance to win money here. <laughs> You'll find us tougher than Reno, old boy. No imperfections on there. Now, what did uh, this chap say to you when he saw you sitting in his car? Was he in the car? Yes, he was in the car. And was the car moving? No, it wasn't. It was still. See, Mother called at the school. I was still going to high school. Mother called uh, you at, at the, the school. school. Did she pick you up every day at the school? No, she didn't. But she wanted me at home. Well, she wanted me home sooner than Well, why than that usual. particular day did she want you home? Well, I wouldn't know. It, it was just important, and she needed well, me at home. Well, didn't she tell you? Well, she told me when I got home. But you don't remember what she said, huh? Well, it was important is all I remember, and I had to get home. Well, if it was important, why have you forgotten? It was a long time ago. I haven't forgotten anything. I know every joke I told when I was 16. And you, yes, and you hear him right here tonight. All right, what did, what did he say when, you, when he saw you sitting in his car? Who's this girl? Who did he say this to? To the girl that was sitting next to him. Oh, he had a dame in the car beside yeah. you, huh? Uh-huh. So how did you move her out and you get in there? Well, I didn't get right in there next to him. I sat in the back. And he took me home. Well, it must have been quite a shock to him. A pretty girl comes bounding into his car and immediately says, take me home. Mm-hmm. What did she say? They don't usually say that until they packed away an expensive dinner. <laughs> Well, Monterey sounds fairly quiet and peaceful. Uh, what do you do for excitement? Well, um, nothing much. I go down to the beach and take in the sun and caught a shark. You caught a shark? What kind? A pool shark? A loan shark? Or a card shark? No, a real shark. A real shark? Mm-hmm. A blue well, shark. How do you do this? Do you have the fishing equipment with you? No, I just use my hands. What? With, with, with no, my... no implements? No, no nothing. Just nothing? my two hands. Does this sound possible uh, to you? Yes. <laughs> You've been an enemy of mine ever since they showed up. 
You know, I can learn to hate, too. Well, tell us about this shark. Well, it must have been a little baby shark, huh? No, he was quite big. He was Why would you say he took the beans at you could tell, you know. You could oh, put yes. him on his scales and find out how much he weighed. Oh, yes. It was an even match. Did you understand that? Mm-hmm. An even match. No, you could take a shark and yes. put him on his scales, and then you'd know how much the shark now weighed. Sure. How did you like that one? Oh, that was, that was a ripper. As <laughs> well, long as you don't put Jack in front of it. Now, this shark, did he, did he have any teeth? Oh, yes. He had five rows of teeth. Uh-huh. As I understand, every so... Were you in the front row? on the back end. Well, you got bad seats. <laughs> now, what did your husband say when you told him about this uh, shark and bull story? <laughs> just what you just said. <laughs> he called the shark and bull story, too. Well, Mamie, you're an extremely courageous and fearless young woman. And if I were your husband, I'd say anything twice before starting an argument. <laughs> now, uh, Al, let's get back to you, huh? Your name is Albert Hobbs, is that right? Uh, Al Webbs. Al Webbs. <laughs> now, besides figuring ways to beat the roulette wheel, what do you do for a living? I'm a physicist at the Caltech Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It's very impressive. Well, uh, it doesn't mean anything to me, but what is specifically are you working on? Well, we work on uh, development of government missile projects. Some of the work is classified. Isn't everything classified? They don't tell the people anything anymore. Everything is top secret. What do you want to know, Dr. I want to know how you beat that wheel up in Reno. <laughs> well, aside from this mysterious job that you have, uh, what other interests do you have? Well, for the last few years, I've been working on writing a book. Uh-huh. I've been doing that, too. I hope you find yours less difficult than I do. How difficult you find yours? Well, my mind is very difficult because it's all lies. <laughs> you don't think I you? dare tell the truth about anything? And this is difficult for you? Yes, it is. Oh. What is your book about? How to Beat the Wheel at Reno? No, it's called Quantum Mechanics and Path Integrals. Oh, well, that ought to be a terrific seller. Huh? <laughs> is it anything like Lolita? No, I don't think so. Now, what is the plot of this book? Could you reveal that? Well, the plot is... Uh, a mathematical exposition of quantum mechanics using a path integral approach and uh, probability amplitudes. This also has applications in other fields. Mm-hmm. Put you down for a copy? <laughs> Why don't you send me a copy and I'll give it a plug on the Pinky Lee Show. <laughs> Can't you tell us anything about your work? Hasn't anything exciting ever happened in your job? Did oh. you ever get blown up? Not yet. Did you ever get the end of your nose caught in the book you're writing? No, not neither, but there are some exciting things in the rocket business, and uh, I think the most exciting one was about uh, January of 1958 when we fired the first Explorer satellite from the pad at Cape Canaveral. I was down there, I watched it take off, and about an hour later we had enough information, enough data, so that we were sure it was in orbit. My congratulations, Al, are belated but sincere. Now, tell me something. Why is it necessary for us to spend billions of dollars and devote the brains of thousands of scientists just to get a 30-pound moon in space? What's the matter with the moon we've got? I've had lots of success with this current moon. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful moon, Groucho. It doesn't have any instruments on it, so we can't uh, really tell what it's made of. 
uh, whether or not it's green cheese. Uh, we can't tell much about the space around it. And we're curious. We want to find out these things. It's a dead planet, isn't it? Yes, it is Why a dead planet. We want to find out what it's made of, really. Uh, we want to find out more than we know. We know that there, there's no atmosphere. There's no life. Uh, there's a lot of rock, dust, lava, high mountains. Why should I want to go to the moon for dust when I can find plenty of it under my bed? <laughs> now, what about putting a woman on the moon? I happen to have a few candidates I'd like to suggest. As a matter of fact... Uh, Not this kid. Don't you think she's cute? Yes, yes I certainly do. As a matter of fact, the... Uh... What do you think of him? It's nice looking now. Very reserved. Huh? What do you think oh, of him? Sure. Remember, there are women and children out front. <laughs> Why should we put a man on the moon? Well, as a matter of fact, the uh, problems in spaceship design make it look like the most likely candidate is a psychotic female midget. Do you know any? I went around with one for four years. <laughs> a psychotic female midget, huh? Probably fit the requirements of space travel very well. Well, we're going to go through the audience as soon as the show's over. <laughs> well, you're a charming couple, and now I want to give you a chance to win some money. <laughs> now, you selected... Uh, Earth, sea, and sky. You crook, you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some questions. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. What is another name for the Aurora Borealis? The Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Isn't that part of a chicken? <laughs> the Aurora Borealis or the Northern Lights? No, the lights? Northern Lights. Doesn't a chicken have lights? I really have no they idea. They lights when they go around a corner or something? Our category is Earth, Sea, and Sky. You want to switch it to poultry? <laughs> you might win a paltry thousand dollars that way. <laughs> All right. Uh, what planet is commonly called the evening star? Venus. Absolutely right. You now have two rights. No comment. Top secret. <laughs> what is the popular name for the constellation Isa Major? The Big Dipper. You said it, kid. You now have free right. Get the next one right. You'll have a thousand dollars. It's also called a big bear. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's when she goes to bed at night and takes her clothes off. <laughs> I thought she came up at night. What is the general name? You know, if you want my job, you can have it. <laughs> and don't think they don't approve of this switch, though. What is the general name for the study of oceans, tides, and currents? Oceanography. Give them the money. <laughs> now, Mr. and Mrs. Hobbs, you won $1,000. <laughs> you can keep it and quit, or else you can come back later and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at five or $10,000. So go ahead and sit down and think about it. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Greg. You were lovely. Sarah and Albert Hibbs, would you come back out, please? Now, you won $1,000 so far. If you decide to try... Oh, it comes my nemesis. 
If you decide to try for the big money and you fail, you wind up with a total of $500. Now, what are you going to do? No, oh, keep going. You're going to keep going. You're defying me, is that it? Oh, I wouldn't think of doing that, brother. Okay, you ready? All right. Yeah. Uh, take a number for $10,000. One of you take a number. Two. Two? Put up a two. You take a number for five. Nine. Two or nine? Now, if neither number comes up, this question is worth $2,000. Or if neither come up, Either way, I understand what you mean. I wish I did, huh? Well, we'll expedite. Give it a time. Take your choice. <laughs> In a recent visit to the United States, the charming Queen of Greece made a big hit with official Washington for uh, $5,000. Who is this popular and pretty queen? with 500. That isn't too bad. Congratulations, and thanks for being with us. Thank you, Gracio. From January 19th, 1959, we've presented Groucho Marx, You Bet Your Life. 